Hi, K-Watchers. It's Leanne. Hi, everyone. It's Juliet. Welcome to the K-Watch Party. We are recapping the last episode of Love After Divorce Season 4 today. We are also recapping The Devil's Plan Episodes 5 and 6. So, Juliet, how's your week been? What are you, what are you planning for Halloween? Halloween, just the usual with the kids, you know, doing trick-or-treating and... We have some fun costumes that we'll post on IG that I think many of our listeners will be into. So anything going on with you? Well, both of us have been really into this Trader Joe's salad, you and me. We went to a dinner party and the host spent hours slaving Mm -hmm. over a pasta sauce, emulsifying so that we could all enjoy this lovely dinner at his house. Meanwhile, I show up with a bagged salad from Trader Joe's. Slightly ashamed, but honestly, I had no time. I bring it. It's a dill pickle chip salad. And wait, wait, I, I, I don't want you to tell this on here because now it's about to be sold out. But finish the story. Run, don't walk to your local Trader Joe's because I'm telling you, I bring this salad the pasta still appreciated by everyone, but literally, jokingly, everyone was like, "Wow, the highlight of this dinner was really the salad." And Everybody loved it. From yeah, from that day, and it's been about it's been about a week since that dinner party we had. Collectively, each family has bought this dill pickle salad like multiple bags. Yeah, we are making special trips to TJ's yeah. or nothing else. Well, I'm passing my I'm passing by your husband <laughs> going to. Trader Joe's as he's leaving and I'm like you better not have bought all the dill pickle salad because we like it so much anyway so yeah we have been obsessed with this it's, I eat this every day it is very good it's been very helpful on my health journey oh to, that's right that's what, I just, mean that's a nice starter if you know you have to eat vegetable first I would like to eat vegetables with chips in it exactly it's a really easy way for me to ease into salad for every meal if I can just sprinkle some dill pickle chips on top so that has been my my new obsession. Anything on your end? You have a lot of obsessions. I'm daily of a new obsession. Mm-hmm. But the the thing I've been obsessed with lately is I've I'm trying to get my body back into some order. And so I've been trying to work out and increasing my protein because apparently that has been missing um, in my life. And I found this company owned by Asian Americans. Uh, and they're they're they look like they're meatheads, but they do a protein line. It's called boba tea protein, okay. and it's all boba flavored. So they have a milk tea protein. The one that I'm drinking is a protein and collagen. It is um, hibiscus, strawberry hibiscus. Okay. And they have like Thai tea flavor. They've got all like the range of boba flavors, and they sell boba balls that you can add to it. But it sounds so good because mm-hmm. usually protein powders also taste so chalky, chalky yeah. and it's usually vanilla and chocolate you know wait very, so is it good it's actually very tasty oh, and so I'm and it has collagen in it so I, I like to drink it but then I was drinking it every day and then I started to break out like a teenager I've never had acne before and I was like uh, maybe I'm overloading on the proteins you are truly becoming a meathead I am pretty that <laughs> is like meathead stories right there is but overdoing it's, the it's, protein I know but it's also it. because it tastes good so I'm right. like oh I want to after I work out I'm like rather than having four boiled eggs I'm gonna drink this tastes, wow. tastes a little better see this is where you and I differ because I would just go out and get a boba <laughs> <laughs> no protein needed boba only We are finding new obsessions every day, but it is sad to say that our obsession over love after divorce is coming to an end. We are on the final episode. Sob. I know. So yeah, we start the last episode with Jimmy and Heejin 
they are just in love. It's very nice to see. It sounds like they are rock steady. They go on a gondola ride. They're reliving their gondola ride in Cancun. I, I, there's not much to say about them except yeah, they're very sweet. best wishes to them. Yeah, right? they're yeah. very sweet. I thought it was so funny though. She clearly was misleading him in Cancun on the Ferris wheel when she said, oh, well, thank you for everything. I had a great time with you here. Uh, she was messing with him, which I thought was pretty funny. I love a couple that can prank each other. The only other interesting thing that happened in their segment, we see Jimmy spring a last minute FaceTime up on Heejin. Both of these parents on Jimmy's side are so friendly and lovely and nice to her. It's such a refreshing take after we've met Heejin's dad, who was, <laughs> was, he was tough. The dad comes on the phone. He's so happy. He's just like, yay, no lazy white lady again. We've got a beautiful Korean on the phone. So he seems super excited. And it's very sweet how touched she was. She was very touched. And and I think that history has made things harder for her. And I think maybe even resistant to marriage because of her experience with her previous uh, mother-in-law. Um, but that was it was nice to see and and I think she has the kind of face I think we mentioned this early on she has the kind of face that Korean parents and Koreans like because Mm -hmm. very kind of a demure sweet she's very pretty Mm -hmm. Um, and so that glass skin yeah that I know now I need to know her skincare routine Mm -hmm. because even Sora who was on our, our podcast she saw it in person and said she was glowing from within and I'm like I need that well, I was just in Korea last time and I was trying to achieve that glass skin and I did the skin Botox thing where they stab needles into my face about, mm, I don't know, 110 times. I'm not even Jeez. kidding. I'm not even kidding. I think if I counted, it was like they stabbed me 50 times per side of my face. On my nose too, oh which I don't have much fat on my nose. Gosh. Was, that was painful. Could you feel after after you got it, was your nose tight? Why would they know it was? Is it just oh, because it's surface Botox? Yes, exactly. Right? So they call it skin Botox. I, I don't know what they call it in Korean, but uh, it's it's very so on the forehead. They pretty do, sure it's called skin Botox. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, not and so on the forehead they do like regular into the muscle, which is what we do here. Yeah. But on the face they do it very skin level, and that was what it was trying to achieve is skin glass skin. That brings me to a. Uh, point I have been mulling over for a while somebody said this on TikTok of course that we think oh it's all these serums and these creams Mm -hmm. that the Korean women use Mm -mm. actually they are really intense about their Botox and about their skin treatments there's just honestly there's just no way you can get to that level by slapping some skin some moisturizer on your face or hyaluronic acid the other point though is I saw another thing that is becoming popular is salmon DNA yes do you remember I sent you this I think it was salmon semen DNA what (laughs) okay maybe that's like another subreddit that I'm following (laughs) Sorry, sorry, different thing, different this thing. This is definitely not safe for work, guys. <laughs> hey, I mean, salmon semen, salmon semen is basically the roe that we eat, guys. We're all eating salmon semen. No? The roe is the egg, not the semen. <laughs> it's in there. <laughs> I would be so interested to, to try that out. No, it's def- they're definitely all yeah. getting yeah. Botox. They're all doing lasers upon lasers. It's all top of the line. I, I, I think it's just been really good marketing, though, because yes. also when you go to Korea, some of these 
the younger girls too, I would say the ones in their 20s, don't look like they have great skin. Mm-hmm. It is the unhealthy standards where all these yeah. celebrities look so amazing because they can afford all these treatments, but they're pretending like they're not doing it. Do it you feel pressure so when cheaper. you're there? No, no. I'm a big weenie when it comes to stuff. Like mm-hmm. I talk a big game and then I get in there and I'm like super nervous. He was like, oh, you know, for Sebisu, I'll just zap off your <laughs> moles. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. Like I couldn't. Most people would be like, yeah, sure, zap them off. I was like, oh, no, no, no. I, I need time to like adjust to these ideas of what they're doing to my face. Meanwhile, the doctor was like, yeah, no big deal. Like, right. It's 4 p.m. Sure. Why not? You yeah. know. So when I was in junior high, I would say. I had a lot of moles on my face. So my mom really wanted me to, to get them removed. And so I went, and this was pre-laser. This is Korea or was In this? Korea. Okay. And my, my grandfather, he was a doctor. A pre-laser? Pre-laser. So he was not, he was a urologist, but he had a friend who was a dermatologist. So he we took all, me to We his, all need that friend. He took me to his hospital, and I, I still remember the flesh burning. <gasps> Wait, the so smell. they burned They burned it off down to the root. Ah! Can you, and I was like, 12. Oh. Insane. And I think about that now and <clears throat> like the standard of beauty that Koreans have. And I'm just, I, I'm, there's a, there's That's another podcast trauma. that we will talk about yeah, where we can talk about trauma. this, but this is like a very deep thing, like to make your 12 year old go through that. Right. And then they all came back when yeah, I was Yeah, that's the thing. 20. Wolves just come back. So right? then I, I, my mom made me go back to a late, to a like, lasers. like at this point it was like lasers were much more common. And so I got it lasered off. And now they're back again. So I'm going to have to do it again. She's, she, every time I go down she, during the winter, she's like, don't you want to go? <laughs> Thank God for lasers. My gosh. That was a tangent. But, you know, shout out to Heejin's face. May we all look that glorious and, and youthful. They're just fabulous together. We are really happy for them. Yeah, I think it was, a, it was just a nice ending to, to, their, to their love story on the show. After Heejin and Jimmy, we see another lovely coupling Jerome and Benita the peaches come out on the hike it's his peace offering he knows how mad she was about it she still doesn't know about the corn but she still cannot get over these peaches (laughs) even after this corn snack comes out she still can't get over it but but now I think we know she was really trying to kind of rile him up Mm -hmm. to see his quote-unquote temper come out yeah um but I thought it was, it's a cute interaction. And I think he's just so thoughtful. Right. You know, he, he, Jin and Jimmy are a very mature couple feeling. Like, they feel like they're, like, going to get married soon. These two feel like teenagers. Like, they're really still courting yeah. and getting to know each other. And it's awesome to watch. I mean, Benita seems to want to be picking a fight, you know? Like, she... I, if, well, I was watching it being like, is she looking for another excuse to get out of this? Like, yeah, trying yeah. to poke him? There was a little bit of that. but I But now I think we know... That she she wanted to get she almost did want to get into a fight because she's like that is actually a very um, revealing way to know how the other person fights how the other person interacts. Uh, it's with a, it feels a little forced. It feels like the questionnaire, right? Right. right. <laughs> Benita doesn't need a questionnaire. Yeah. Benita's going to tell you all your faults. I think you know in a relationship generally two people let their faults come out slowly over time and they let their relationship kind of naturally move forward and then if they fight they fight. Maybe just because of this timeline, she's yeah, pulling it pressure. Out. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. like, I, I want to force you to fight with me now. Yeah. It's like WWE r- Rumble over here. I also love that Jerome said, oh, we can change each other's depends. Did you get cute. that? That was cute. That was cute. I love his jokes. Love his, well, I will miss his dad jokes. And then I think she 
Oh, I, I had actually watched something on YouTube with her and she said, I think he's going to have to change my defense before. <laughs> before he and he will. Yes, he will. He is that sweet. Yes. Those two are really sweet. We love that they picked each other at the end. I think there was still some uncertainty. She made it really seem like she was still contemplating whether she wanted to to walk away with him at the end. Mm-hmm. But it was very sweet to see her do it. We get two victory thumbs up from uh, from Jerome when when he pick, when she picks him. It's really nice. and you know she was talking about going on the show and that she never expected that this would have happened. She would have she would have never expected to go on the show or to have fallen in love with somebody. Um, and now I'm going to ask you again. This is now 14 episodes later. Mm-hmm. Would will you would you go on a show like this? Seeing. Seeing now, you see two couples who are so in love um, for the potential. I think it actually now looks like fun. And if somebody like Benita, who is very guarded, can do it and find love, I think there is hope for everybody. So, yeah, I reconsider. I Before I had said I would never do something like this, I'll reconsider. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what is really unique about this show is these people are divorced. Some of them have children and probably were having a harder time finding someone that fit fit them but also like understood their history and this kind of fast-tracked it for them and there is something really I think beautiful and something redeeming about it mm-hmm. yep I'd say the rest of the cast members don't have regrets we talked to Sora Sora doesn't have that many regrets she's not a loser guys. no but who might be having regrets is Ricky he might be so dumb though he still can't see it as a regret because this guy is head over heels well, let's start with Ricky and Hadim's segment of the show. They're at dinner. It was it was honestly one of the most painful scenes of this entire season. For sure. They have n- almost like nothing to say to each other, but so much to say that they right. can't get it right. quite out. And it's just the tension is thick and buzzing between mm-hmm. them. The, the magic of the dangling earrings is what might be missing <laughs> That's right. here. They're gone. They cut to their Cancun segment where they were like just laughing over wine her earrings are just dangling and just shining their light on this couple no dangling earrings in this seattle dinner ricky brings up first his lifestyle is tidy and she is not he's like talking about delegating chores it is really like they're an old married couple this is an old married couple argument yeah i don't I don't blame her for getting defensive yeah. because, yeah, they've known each other for a few months. Yeah. They've spent actually like 14 days together. It doesn't feel good to be like, oh, Nitpicked. yeah, I love yeah. you, but also you're so messy. I don't – I think that's going to be a problem. It stresses me out. Yeah. yeah. And and she's right to say, where's the romance? Right. And like where – Again, magic dangling earrings. It's yeah. not that – Where's the taser thing? that you were going to zap me with? <laughs> yes. I mean, and also it's like when you ask a person on a date, like what's, you know, any other concerns? Like this is the big thing. Like you I are think it's also very simple. So minded. OCD yeah, yeah, and simple that yeah. there isn't any emotional complexity. Yeah, he doesn't care about the connection. He's not really there for. Doesn't care about the ex yeah. or what that situation looks <laughs> yeah. like. Or the fact that he, she has three children yeah. and that she lives in a completely different state. Yeah, none of that yeah. is a no, big deal for you. it's just the fact that you're messy. Oh my God, like get you need to be treated for OCD. Like she needs an organizer in her house and he needs to be treated for his OCD because that is, it was like, let's pick something bigger, bro. We have 10 more things for you to be knitting on. However, 
I will say, why did she come on this show? I don't think she was ready for this. You know, she has three very young children. Her life is a mess. I think what she wanted was a fling. She should have gone on Love is Blind. Yeah, you know, no and if she wanted fame, she should have gone on Love is Blind. Right. This was not the place for her. Mm-hmm. And I can see both perspectives because Ricky, he's pretty, I think he's simple minded, but he's also a good guy. And mm-hmm. he's like, He's willing to do all of that for mm-hmm. you. He's willing to pick up after you. He's willing to ignore the fact that you your life is a disaster and you have three children who are clinging onto him. And he also clearly is the kind of person, he, I think he said it, he falls really quickly. Mm. And that kind of person is great for television. But this situation is bad for him as a person. Yes. Because he's falling so quickly for a person who's like on TV and you don't actually know anything about them. I don't know. It, it felt like a recipe for disaster because of the type of person he seems to be. Right. He asks her if she's worried about anything. She's like, no, no. And then just unloads <laughs> on him. She's like, where's the magic? I miss Cancun. She just really misses the romanticized version of them, which was fake. It was never real. Yeah. To your point, she's not on here for the right reason. She was here for a vacation. And just to get away from reality, yeah. Ricky was here to find someone to marry. And he chose her of all people. And if you think back to all of the episodes where they were in Cancun, you don't see that. I'm sure some of it was edited out, but you don't really see them connecting. They just, they get physical very quickly. Yeah. I mean, physical in that they're like touchy and yeah. whatnot. It's chemistry. But it's, there is chemistry and there's a little bit of like lust. Right? There was yeah. no real connection. And yeah. Hottie was out there just... All over Spewing. the place. Yeah. 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 She was heart vomiting. Heart vomiting. Ricky, you know, can see that she's pulling away a little bit. And then he just is like, you know, I love you. It's only been one month, but I love you. I can't imagine my life without you. This would break my heart. Chincha. Okay. Harim. Chincha love you. Okay. Uh, side has note. anybody said to side you, note. I chincha love you in those terms? Leanne has in those been dying words. to say chincha on this podcast. For the last two months. Oh, when he came on, Chincha, love you. I was like, yes. Ding, ding, ding. He's ding. almost trying to convince himself. Yeah. Uh, nobody has said Chincha, love you. No. <laughs> no. No one Please said that to you. do not. <laughs> he's just Chincha into her. And I think she seems very conflicted. Like, he's so into me. It almost seems like she might not pick him at the end yeah. because. She, he's mean, not really what she's looking for. She, he's not what she's looking for, but I think in her heart, she also knows he's good for her. Like, he's going to clean up after me. He's going to watch the kids while I, lay, while I lay on the couch. Yeah, yeah he's going to pay. These kids would go to right. private school now. Right. Like, they're moving to LA. They're going to the OC. By the end, I was really hoping when it's time for them to do the finale, final pick, I was really hoping she would walk away yeah. and save Ricky from himself. Yeah. No one's going to save Ricky. Harim was the only one who could have saved him at that point. But no, she picks him. She gets her built-in babysitter and cleaner. I think she did it some in some way to save face because yeah. it's it's a big deal to turn away from somebody. And on. they were so crazy about it. She was so yes. crazy about him. Right. We know she's a flip-flopper. She did yes. it on the show. And all yes. of a sudden, one month later, she's just totally over this guy. Yeah. yeah. And Dewey, man, you dodged a bullet. Hell yeah, Dewey. So yeah, that was, that was it. A pretty lackluster ending, I thought, to the show. Yeah. It is nice to see couples 
yeah. moving on and happy. I, of course, yes. I'm happy for them personally. Yeah. I think for the sake of entertainment, I was like, okay, let's let's move on. Yeah, we're done here. You know, here. Season get five. on with it. Yeah, season five. I will. I all I see when I think about season five is Austin's face. No, wait, that's so funny because that's exactly what I was thinking. What he <laughs> really made a, big his, smile. His teeth, his horse teeth, really made an impression on me. And us. that's the big season five. Yeah, good good selling it, Austin. So since we watched that episode and as of this record, their IGs have opened up. The update, of course, is that Benita and Drome are together. Adorable. They're so cute. So cute. Hijin Jimmy also together. Beautiful. Yeah, very, very sweet looking couple. And then the biggest reveal. I know. Oh, also, you know, they, I don't know if you knew this, but they extended their reveal. Oh. Quote unquote reveal. Mm -hmm. Um, So everybody else opened up the Monday Mm. after the finale. And they were like, I think Jerome and Bonita both posted. They changed their profile mm. pictures of each other. And it was very obvious. He, Jin, Jimmy also very obviously were together. Then the Ricky and Hanim, they didn't, they didn't post anything. And then they posted something like, oh, a big announcement coming soon. And people on Reddit were so annoyed by right. this. Well, I mean, I am too. Like, I, first of all, we I don't care. care that much, guys. I care, guys. But care. also, I don't care. You're yeah. not a celebrity. Like, why are you this drawing this Brangelina. out? Yeah. Right. Exactly. And then they did a post. They're no longer together. I was actually quite happy to see Very that. Very relieved. that It, it showed on the sh- last episode. Yeah. One of the things that has also happened since the last episode is we you and I through our personal connections just being from LA and knowing a lot of Korean Americans we are getting a lot of side gossip but we are not a misinformation podcast here but yeah. if you want to hear, <laughs> I mean, DM us. I, We've got again. I don't. I have no personal vendetta against her. I'm not trying to like bring her life down. But it is really interesting, and I now makes me question what her motive was on coming on the show. But let's leave it at that. Yeah. So We're if you want some you answers yes. and you want a goss, DM us uh, on our Instagram at the K Watch Party, and we will respond with what we've heard. And then you go out on Reddit and do what you will with it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> don't say we were your source. That was it. Season four of Love After Divorce. Our podcast's first venture into the reality world has been very fun. Thank you to the Love After Divorce cast members because you brought a lot of joy to our lives tangentially. And we... And got us started on this fun adventure on this podcast. It's been a great journey. Moving on to The Devil's Plan, we are recapping episodes five and six Guillaume has left he's the first person to have been kicked off the show first part of episode five just watching a lot of kind of just alliance testing in the house before that first big game I mean 1.5x on this it's just people walking around I know like testing waters but one thing that is taken away from that is that Orbit has done a very good job pitting everyone against the top dogs who at this point are actress, actor, and young poker player. And nobody trusts them anymore. He's painting himself as a savior to all the sheep. God complex. Yes. yes. Serious God complex. But also Jumbin. Uh-huh. Chubby Chubby Sweater. He's a pivotal, he plays a pivotal role in kind of being his... Right hand man. His right hand man, kind of spreading that, that narrative. But, you know, it feels very like cultish. Orbit is yeah. this cult personality and he's 
he's out there like spreading his gospel of like, follow me and I will yeah. lead you to the final. And, and I mean, we know this is a, a game show that is prizing, that is um, crowning one winner. Right. So he's going to stab you all in the back at, oh, at one, some point. He's going to make a decision at some point. Mm-hmm. He straight up also just calls people weak right in front of them. It's very clear who he's talking about. Yeah. And the sheep are just like, Mang, yeah, I'm weak. <laughs> Just tell me what to do. I'll do but anything. But this this game also made it super clear who the weak players were. The game is obviously so complicated. I don't know. I watched what's it three times. On. I, I had don't to watch even it three rewatch times. it. I'm like, whatever. I don't care. I don't need to ever understand this because yeah. the math, the math portion, you don't have to understand. No, but I, I think the the thing that made it a little hard for all of them to know was the point system because right. you could you had you would have to guess your own number so you, everybody gets a number but you don't know what it is and then you get a set of four cards in addition division multiplication and um the number of zeros between your number and another person's number so the only way you could figure out your own number is by going into this private room mm-hmm. using a piece to gain those four cards and you would have to use the other person as leverage to figure out the numbers, right? Because right. you'd have to solve the math. Yeah. Half of the people in the beginning of the game think this is an individual game and then half think it's in a team alliance game. It's really I think, interesting. So I, yeah, I thought that was weird because even for Orbit, it does not, it does no favors for them to have that many people in their alliance, exactly. right? Yes. And then I thought it was weird that the three top dogs, mm-hmm. the actor, actress, and player. young poker player, they say, well... It doesn't, it's not, they figure it out so quickly. Yeah. They're they like, know how many cards you yeah. need. They get and they're like, out. it's not advantageous for us to stick together because the fewer people you have in your alliance, the better. But I was like, then why don't the three of you become an alliance? No, because they're trying to gain everyone's trust. Ah, they needed right. this one round to gain everybody's yeah. trust. That like, look, we can work outside of this trio. Yeah. Because without everybody else's trust, they're realizing that they are cannot win as a minority in these first few rounds. Actress ends up pulling in Go Player. Because they're roommates. And they almost get the idol. And then, of course, Chubby Sweater's like, she's an actress, bro. What You think yeah. she's going to tell you your, the truth to your face? But, and this continues to happen, Chubby Sweater is sowing so much distrust oh, yeah. for of those three, which makes everyone feel really kind Unstable. of... Unstable. Yeah. So, and I, w- I was watching this, I'm like, how could you ever trust anyone no, again? Because even with the idol, they were like... They yeah. wanted him to, to infiltrate yeah. and then betray the actor actress. and actress. Yep. Young poker player, anarchist, he aligns himself with the weakest of the sheep, which are the young MC woman, who we saw crying in last week's episode, to orbit. And then we also see the American orthopedist. Those two have contributed very little. Young MC is so insecure and so untrusting of him, she makes him swear to God. She's like, you're I Catholic, know, you're right? Catholic. You better do the the cross. Yeah. Makes him bend on his knee like it's Game of Thrones. Look up in the sky to his God Almighty and make a make us like swear. Young MC has so little trust in him, but she has so little strategy on her own and just kind of has no choice. Yeah. Right. So she's going with him. Those two women go with him. I don't even think they understood really the, the game. Yeah. Yeah. They all make their alliances. Chubby Sweater, Orbit, American Lawyer. Lawyer are the three strongest on that team. They start just kind of pulling people into their So they they team. end up pulling in the idol and the old MC. Old MC. Well, middle-aged MC. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Yeah. There is an exchange that happens on the floor in front of everybody where 
young poker player anarchist pulls actor aside kind of taps him on the shoulder and is like kind of whispering him to him something they have some kind of meeting in a room so we don't see the whole thing and then actor comes out and he's like my hands are tied i can't do anything sorry and they they do all of that in front of chubby sweater of course chubby sweater runs to his posse guys guys he did it they portrayed i knew it i knew it it was exactly how we said the younger mc announcer girl was smart in saying are you confident in that? Right. Do you, are you sure? Whereas the orthopedist was like, they did? Yeah. Oh, what? no. Why? And I, she doesn't question it at all. So they back her into the corner so that she she now has to betray yeah. the rest of her alliance. Do see Chubby Sweater, Orbit lawyer team, ruthless, preying on the yeah. weak. They're like, what they, are you even hesitating yeah. for? Oh, he yeah. betrayed you. They are bullies. Yeah, they're such bullies. Yeah. Um, did you think... She gave Orbit's team the numbers before the reveal. We don't know anything. Yeah, it's, I, it's, it's I thought she did because she, she one there were like there's like five of them surrounding her, and she looks weak. A very strong argument mm-hmm. on the um on the quote unquote underdogs' part to tell her if you don't betray him, you're right, you're out. And he used a piece to buy he a did. ticket, right? Yeah. And so would he still be here? I can't keep track of the tickets and the number of he pieces would. he would be here if he didn't use that he, piece he to buy be. their numbers yeah right? i think so because he would have lost i think two or three but what was i think when i realized he didn't was when she had gone into the confessional the room confessional booth with b- orbit with orbit and he looked Shake. shook yeah. he's like what 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 are you doing why did you come out with why him are you doing that and at that point he knew he had been betrayed he's like oh is this how i'm gonna go and I, my my view of tongje and the know. young poker player really shifted after I that know. because i also realized too he is incredibly smart because right. he was one of the first to figure out the math yeah. i think he's just like yeah. he's just on another level yeah. yeah and i actually just did not know i had no idea if there was betrayal happening on either end until the numbers flash on the screen. So everybody's looking up. The game is over. The numbers come up. It is very clear. Orthopedist American has now betrayed uh, her team. Her team. So the young announcer and uh, anarchist poker player. Have to give up. They're their gone. They're, they're done. Gone. And yeah. I, She I collapses actually, to the floor. I almost cried. I, know. I said, I wrote down in all caps, ortho. Gave away the numbers. Ortho is a fucking weak ass bitch. Oh my That's God. what I, I, I was so angry. Her. I hate her. I, I was, was so mad. And I, I think they had this, they had long, they drawn oh, out conversations yeah. after about this. And the actor, he was saying to Orbit, he's like, why would you try to save the weakest players mm-hmm. and get rid of the strongest guy? The guy who probably could have won this. Yeah. Which, you know, of course the actor to him, it's just like a mind challenge. Whereas Orbit's like, no, I'm going to win money. Like, this is about me and I'm here to save me no, ultimately. No, but see, Orbit is still playing though. Like, I I saved five people in the game. Yeah, but... I sacrificed one. I saved yeah. five. In fact, he wanted to save... He felt bad for kicking off young MC because he actually didn't need to say her numbers. Yeah, exactly. And get no, her No, but off. I think... But he's full I don't of know. shit. He's full of shit because ultimately he wants to bring in all the weak players yes. so that he wins. Of course. He knows that the young poker player was going to be his strongest competition. Of course. You wouldn't want to go head to head with that right. guy in the last right. round. You want to go down with weak ass bitch Ortho, yeah. right? Who you could just meld to whatever mind games you've Orbit is nefarious. Even worse is, I think, Lawyer. Lawyer has a few wins under her belt now and has really turned. She goes... She says when they're all eating ice cream, she's like, I thought I'd be leaving early, so I didn't pack that much clothing. 
<laughs> Old MC's like, are you serious? You have like two gigantic yeah. suitcases? <laughs> she's like, oh, my stylist packed those. I'm like, is your stylist from Dress Barn? Like, she's wearing these overalls. Dress, I know, that thing. <laughs> from where? Like, where are these denim overalls from? Also, it's like, she's just a lawyer from America. She has a stylist? Right, but you know, she has celebrity parents. I think so, yeah, she's, right. She's this a trust fund very baby. very Korean, I get it. She goes to weak ass bitch and is like you did well you did so well it's just a game everyone has to stab someone yeah. in the back eventually you know you know. meanwhile it was like well then why didn't you do it bitch like you made this poor little I weak know. girl do it yeah. for your benefit the fact that she's like oh yeah i didn't cry yeah i thought i mean and i get what why she says she didn't cry she's like yeah i eliminated him so why yeah. would i cry but also god you have no heart whereas Nothing. orbit did shed a few tears he, he did go. feel quite sad yeah. and felt bad but no and he was just having a lot of fun for a right. person like that it must be so fun for yeah. a person like he's weak ass bitch so she's challenged yeah, yeah she's like i'm underwater can she barely breathe does not have yeah. fun here so two people have to go to prison the automatic prisoner is go player at this point go player going to prison she is on 36 hours going on 48 in right. those clothes do we oh think god of those she, clothes right. do we think she got to at least change her undies no it doesn't sound like it she, you know the, the idol he said oh i i have an extra pair of underwear because i didn't change it the night i went to prison oh so definitely not but she also, two nights in a row oh that god, is pungent. i know mm-hmm. god i really hope somebody gave her some undies we well it was definitely not chubby sweater because he apparently hates to take shower <laughs> the first thing he does is take off his stinky socks and yeah, lay them on the and then he puts his head on him he does put his head on him so chubby sweater sacrifices himself to go to prison which i thought was very noble of him i i i do not like chubby sweater at all if if we, if we do a marry f kill i would have said kill him because he is dangerous only in korea would two prisoners do face masks and by the way, Chubby Sweater puts on a face mask. I've never seen a face mask oh, no, it, like, not covered. fit someone's face. Usually mine are like overlapping, yes. you know, down to my neck because they're so big. And his is like, at least um, a quarter of his face was not covered. Yeah, it was amazing how, one. how small that face mask was on his face. I would honestly not be surprised if real convicts in real prison, you know, instead of Bigot. trading for cigarettes and cell phones, right, right, they're, they're trading like, for face masks. Face mask. So those two are sitting in prison and we're going to the prize match. Everybody is, there is animosity in the room. Weak ass bitch has been crying. Prize match time. It is a game where they have to definitely work together as a team again. They get a stack of letter blocks. They have to make words out of these blocks based on the category that they're given. The first category is countries. Finally, weak ass bitch has something to contribute because she lived in the U.S., She's super proud of herself for picking out the cue for Qatar. It's like, good for you. First contribution ever. <laughs> the next category is fruit. I always joke with my husband that Korean fruits, like you guys don't have specific name, like specific Korean words for a lot of fruits, like blueberry. So you just say the word in English, but you well, just with a Korean accent. Said? Blueberry. Blueberry. <laughs> <laughs> melon oh right 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 my daughter's name is Marin. my father-in-law used to call her melon melon <laughs> so i was always joking i was just dying laughing because all these of course they know a lot of english fruits because it's the I same mean, name i guess Korean. because there aren't a lot of native other mm-hmm. than pe the pear mm-hmm. the asian pear chame which is the korean melon grapes oh subak 
just watermelon. Um, Apple. It's hagua. Yeah. By the skin of their teeth, they win against the house. And so now they've added more money to the pot. Mm-hmm. And now they feel very cohesive. Everyone seems to love yeah, each other there was again. Good energy there. In the midst of all of that, the actress and actor, they just kind of naturally are like, there's like magnetic fields to each other. Oh, They're like always trying to find a way. They're there. I just, I find, I'm not sure if it's the editing, but I do think that they're, some of the smartest on this. Oh, for sure. On this yeah. well, game show. At the beginning of the episode, Chubby Sweater calls out the actor as the one he thinks is the strongest and he wants to eliminate. But yes, actor and actress come together. They're just, she sees him leave the room, she'll follow. Yeah. They want to chat. They'll chat whenever they can. And they look so good together. I'm, yeah. My God. I want to see them get it on. They, of course, being the smartest ones, they figure out that the pieces are shaped differently that right. they've been winning so far. They also find a game in the living room. Yeah, and then she shows up in the middle of 1 the night, 1 a.m. with her little pajama shorts, but they're oh my God. they're tiny. And tiny. I really was like, is was something? Putting- I know he like jumped out of bed. He was putting his shirt on. I was, I was like, turn on the lights. <laughs> turn on the lights. I was see. like, something better happen. Bring me some more. And she doesn't even knock. She just more marches drum. in because yeah, she is so she's focused. so focused. Yeah. I love that about her. I know, I'm too. like incredibly impressed. Yeah, and she, I would be like, I need to sleep. I'm gonna be so tired tomorrow. I need to go to sleep. But she stays up until oh, yeah. what two thirty in the morning. They are so focused, trying both to figure of them. it out. I mean, he can't get her out of his room. Yeah, he's probably like. <laughs> I just want to go to sleep. Like, are you or going to? Are you? Are we going to sleep together? Yeah, or like, are you going to? Are we doing this? Yeah. Oh no! Wait, you just want to keep doing the pieces. Oh wait, I thought we. Okay, no, no shirt no, on sure. then. Okay, <laughs> fine. At the end of the episode, the best cliffhanger. So I swear, far. these whoever is editing this show is doing a fantastic so job on the cliffhangers because I so desperately wanted to watch the episode, the next episode, because the actor. He puts the pieces together and he goes, I got it. (laughs) And it cuts. And And I was like, I need to know. So they are doing so good at drawing us in. Great cliffhanger. So we'll have to see next week what they figure out with these pieces. So that was Devil's Plan. I thought those two episodes were really fun. I was truly shocked. Could not believe that young anarchist Dong Jae is gone. I... I'm, I was so sad. I know it's just a TV show, hit but I was hit. devastated. I, I was like, how could they let him go? It's such a waste. You know, they The Devil's Plan is the title of this. What do we think The Devil's Plan is? Like, is The Devil trying... I, it looks to me, and what it seems to be working, is really kind of bringing out the worst. It is. And, and backstabbing. I think that's and such a people. good point that you're making. Yeah. Because it's not really about smarts, as we now know, because there are a lot of people here who I don't think are as brilliant as, as some of the others. But I think it's about betrayal. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think it's about greed. But it's also like all these games, like the prize match games, are very team building. And so they end these team building matches really feeling so together and lovey-dovey and close to each other only in the big in the next next day up. typically in the big match or yes. not the match but the big game that you end up having to stab each other in the back and yeah. I, I think that it, and I I think there are two elements to this I think that's one and you see the really dark side of humanity and then I think the other part of it is you know being smart like somebody like Tongjie 
you could be the smartest person in the room and if you don't have the emotional intelligence mm-hmm. to pr- draw the right people in, mm-hmm. you won't survive. Right. Orbit is going to ultimately have to backstab somebody, but he's like, look at how much they follow us. It's because we were nice to them yesterday. We saved all of them yesterday. They will follow us today. He's doing that strategic move. Mm. Dong Jae never had the full big picture of understanding alliances really matter and majority could matter in a lot of these games. So... Yeah, the devil's plan. We're seeing how the devil is trying to make us so yeah, see so. what the devil is inside of us. And I'm thank you guys for joining us. That was it for Love After Divorce. Next week we will be back with The Devil's Plan, episodes seven, eight, nine, and ten. We are waiting for Singles Inferno three to come back on. We've been told by a secret source that it will be back in December. Until then, let us know if there's any other shows you want us to recap. We will be here uh, right along with you. Thanks for joining us today. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. If you like this podcast, or if you're one of the six friends we expect to have listened, please subscribe, rate, and review us.